Let's Talk It All. I'm Anvil. I'm Jeff. And we're here talking about it all. And I'm going to talk about something right now because I'm looking at my bar of all the cool stuff I have. And I had a bunch of teenagers in the house over the weekend for a birthday party. A big sleepover. We spent uh, a lot of time down here. Anything clear liquid is going to be water. <laughs> no, no, no. They didn't touch any of that. that I know. Uh, I, I, I'm pretty good with that stuff. But I'll tell you what. You know, they brought their own TVs. They brought their own Xboxes. There was literally four Xboxes going on in this house. Vodka. That's for me. Really? Yeah. I didn't think we liked that. Oh no, Heather. Heather drinks. I was gonna say Heather be Heather. Holy shit, that's empty. Are you sure the kids didn't? No, you know what? Uh, yeah. It served them right if they did, because that was kind of kind of awful. Oh, I'm gonna right. have to check what Heather. Well, I won't, I won't say awful, but I almost want to stop the show just so I can check. I'm not. I'm not a vodka person. The kid's still awake, and I'm gonna beat his ass. Well, um, <laughs> you can do that tomorrow. That's something to do tomorrow. Yeah. You've been pretty busy tonight already. <laughs> I'm be really pissed if they got in my office. All right. Uh, so, anyway, I thought this was missing. Oh, that's no. what I was freaking out about. Oh, okay. Because I had put it here, uh, and somehow I didn't go over there. And that's what I was freaking out about. Oh, okay. But it's okay. We're okay. It would be the alien head nickel. Yes, which was shot. a great gift, I which shot. I take those things very serious when I get gifts from people. So, so. made in China, but that's already It's kind of cool. So. 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 It's probably got terrifying, though. Well, you know, eventually we'll tear up everything. So tonight, yes. tonight we are going to discuss divination, but more specifically tarot cards. And this is using cards to see into the future, into the present, and into the past. And uh, <clears throat> just know, in the religion I came from, this is considered witchcraft. Oh, witchcraft. Absolutely yeah. witchcraft. Yeah, and it's very... Yeah, absolutely witchcraft. Yeah. Witchcraft yeah. and... Yes, very bad. Yep. And uh, actually, I remember when I was a little boy, the school had called my mother because there was books overdue. And they were all books on witchcraft. And I had them on my bookshelf. My mother almost had a stroke. And she... The school library? Yeah. Called? About their witchcraft books being overdue? Yeah. And my mother went <laughs> through the roof and she's like, what are you talking about witchcraft? Why would you let my son... Why would you let my 10-year-old son take out witchcraft books? She went through the freaking roof, man. I'll never forget it. I mean, with the school, with me. I was back in CCD class, which is a religious class, every Monday night after that. Can't, <laughs> yeah. can't find a copy catcher in the ride, but, <laughs> but we got the witchcraft books. Yeah, they had big books. Oh, big ones oh my God. Yep, no joke. Ray Bradbury, we need them. <laughs> so, yeah, so Terrell, this is, uh, it's one of the many forms of divination. There are hundreds and hundreds. Of, if you can look at something and make a prediction, it's divination. You can look at bones, you can look at dice, you can look at the clouds, you can look at the way the water flows, you can look at the leaves and how they fall. It's crazy. No, I... I will make a joke. I'm I will shut my mouth. But no, go ahead. No, <laughs> no, no, we're, we're all about the jokes bad. here. Um, you know, if it's Something that you can point at and say, Susie's knocked up, or <laughs> Billy's sinning. Um, oh, it could Billy's be, horny. Yeah. Well, um, well there you go. Up, yeah, so, yeah. Uh, it, could be, it could be divination. It could be witchcraft. It could be speaking to the divine. Oh, oh, true story. Okay, not really on the subject, but I got to get this out there. Okay. So uh, I've been having a male uh, orgasmic experience for the past three days at work. And uh, not just me, but other people in my office. Somebody 
in the company that's uh, next door to us, okay, so we used to share the same building, bought a 2017 uh, 25th anniversary, or 50th sorry, 50th anniversary uh, SS Camaro with the stripes, and this car is gorgeous. I mean, I make love to the tailpipe in my dreams, looking at that car daydreaming every day, looking out the window, because they parked right in front of our window, yeah. like it's right there. And I had the sneaky suspicion um, there's a very attractive blonde um, that actually took photograph, uh, photographs with my car at a car show. I have a sticky suspicion she's the one that bought the car, but I haven't seen her or the, you know in the same. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it's like Batman and Bruce Wayne. So yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, just had to share that. Yep. Okay, back on in the car. Well, no, we're not because have you seen the new one that's coming out? It must be 2018. The I can't remember the crazy name they had it for the Venom or the. Yes. Executioner, executioner or yeah, is that what it is? The executioner. On my Facebook page, I think. Yeah. This thing looks. Yeah. Pathetically sick. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. Right. Uh, yeah. So, anyways, I just saw that. I just, I saw that thought of you and said, eh, Jeff won't trade, but that kind of looks <laughs> sick. But um. So, anyways, back to back to speaking speaking for God speaking for God, which is what 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 us what us what us. Devinators, devinators do. We we get messages from God or the universe or the cosmos or whatever, whatever you want to say, and we kind of pass that message on to the people that we're reading for, to saying for, or, you know. Why well, I I, uh, I actually prepared for this show. Um, I actually wrote down questions, and I, I remember to bring them with me today. Well, that's good. Yeah. Um, and, you know, here's the thing. You, you see, I actually brought uh, you a brought, deck. You got a deck. This that's is good. my deck. I've had this deck for probably a good 12 years. Uh -huh. um, I Believe it or not, I keep it with my Bible that was given to me by my great-grandmother, um, who was from Poland. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> it goes with the Bible. With the uh, that Bible. sounds a little weird to some people. That's what I do, though. Now, some people sleep with their cards underneath their pillows and that kind of stuff, but mine uh, stays with my Bible. Uh, but uh, I got started in cards myself mm -hmm. uh, after I had my first reading when I was married. And I've talked about this a little on the show before. Uh, we were at the Speedy Festival places. There was this little lady, and it had tarot card readings for uh, 20 bucks. And I, I said to my wife at the time, I said, you know, what you mind? And at that time, our marriage was okay. It wasn't... Uh, anything drastically bad right uh, our sex life sucked but that wasn't my fault um but uh oh yeah dude jesus christ she was like a fault you know stars had to be in the right alignment in the sky uh anyway <laughs> anyway that's a whole other show yeah it is a, we are going to talk about that sometime but anyway uh so i sat down and this lady this little lady read her cards and and it, it, within seconds, she knew more about me than uh, things that people didn't know about. It was not she didn't know my name. I mean, but she just knew things. I mean, like, there's just no way. No way that she would know the stuff that she told me about myself. The right. stuff that only you know, and she knew when she right. said it to me. And I was shocked. It was an experience. I actually cried. I actually cried. It was that powerful of an experience. Um, and she told me my marriage was, you know, on the rocks. If the boat was a rocket, it was going to start soon. And she told me about, you know, there'd be, you know, shadows in the dark, meeting other men, and all this other junk. And it, it all came true. I mean, it was very detailed. It wasn't just, you know, like what I just said. It was very detailed. Everything came true. Um, and after that, 
and I got rid of her. I went on my own deck. And uh, yeah, I rid of my wife, by the way. By yeah. the way. Um, I actually went and got my own lawyer, uh, and uh, I filed for divorce and uh, all that crap. But I was a little who decided that enough was enough. But I got my own deck, and uh, I have practiced over and over again, and uh, I have given readings to people. Uh, with my own very, you know, minor knowledge of it, and I do pretty good. I do pretty good. People told me I, I'm pretty hard, so, um, but uh, that's what it is. But to start with you, sir, I want to know, how did you get started with the cards? Okay, so, oh, going back to, must have been... One, two, somewhere in that ballpark. Um, there was a course being offered at the local community college. It was a night course, nine Friday. Who taught it? Uh, you remember? Can't think of her name off the top of my head. She's a uh, hypnotherapist. She wasn't in the county. I don't know if she's still there or not. Um, can't think of the name off the top of my head. Sure. I just remember her office was in Endicott. Um, and it was a six-week course. It went, <clears throat> it's like, once a week, three hours a week, and it was, again, six weeks. And um, But what drew you to that? I mean, was there a I think, incident? I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Um, I was working security at the time, so it wasn't like I was doing anything related to the field. Um, I think my, my biggest biggest exposure uh, to tarot cards at that point would have been uh, James Bond living let die. Where James Seymour there was the priestess that could leave the cards and yeah, she was hot. And she was hot. Yeah. Um, Dr. Clink, I think I mean, I should Yeah, well, <laughs> open heart type thing. Um, so I don't know, it just seemed, it seemed interesting, it seemed like something different. I was curious what it was all about. I guess I was curious about what it was about. Those mm -hmm. things, got nothing else going on in the evenings, on Wednesday evenings, it was 30 bucks, 20 bucks, wherever it was. Go up and check it out, see what it was, see what the deal was. So I went and started class, and about halfway through, <clears throat> you know, we started to get a little more familiar with things and started working with things, and seemed to, seemed to have a knack for it. Um, I'd actually been able to find a deck that I was comfortable with and could work with, and that, was, that seemed to be like the first big step, is that I actually found a deck that resonated with me, and that could look at the cards and kind of get the impression of what they're talking about and things like that. Um, which there's 78 cards in the deck, so it's not an easy thing to go through and know kind of what the baseline means of each of the cards. Well, how many suits are in the deck? There are four suits. It is very similar to playing cards. Uh, there are four suits, and just like the playing cards, uh, tarot cards have uh, what they call their uh, the everyday cards, which are basically ace, Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, and then they have the royal cards, which would be equivalent to the face cards in a playing card deck. And usually, it's uh, page, 
knight, queen, king, or some variation of those royal uh, archetypes that you would see. Now, uh, you know, when it comes to the swords um, or any of the other suits uh, in that deck, is there a particular uh, suit um, that you feel is you're more connected to? Or is it just, uh, you know, it's not really a uh, connection to any one particular suit? Or it's just I don't think I have a specific connection to any particular suit. Each one kind of has its own thing going on. Swords, uh, talk about movement, energy, action things like that. Then there's the cups, which talk about emotion and relationships and, and that aspect of your life. Uh, there is the, the coins or the pentacles, and those talk about the material things in your life, material wealth, material possessions. And then there's the staff of rods, and this talks about uh, creativity, entrepreneurism, uh, having uh, intuition and things like that and those aspects of your life. So each one talks about a different kind of facet of your life. Um, and those in combination with the, the other 22 cards, which are called the Major Arcana, and they speak to uh, life events that are going on around you, where the the other cards are talked about, the four suits are the Minor Arcana, and they talk about the, the energies and actions that go around those events. So you've got you got kind of got two decks in one. You got one deck of twenty two cards, another deck of the the 50, 56, and they work in combination with each other to to give you a reading. Oh, fascinating! Um, when did you discover that you had a gift in relation to those cards? Well, like I said, I went through the class and have a knack for it. Um, but do, I mean, you say knack, okay? But I think there's much more of a knack to it. I think there's a spiritual element to all of this, personally. Um, when did you feel like a spiritual connection, if I, if, if I could use that terminology? Spiritual connection. It probably wouldn't be until years later. I've never really, I've never really equated the cards to See, when you say spiritual, I think like religion and... No, no, I don't mean religion. But I mean it like that. But. The, the metaphysical side of things, probably probably right away, because there are just things you couldn't... There are just things you can't explain. You can't... You've got 78 cards, you pick five out. The chances of picking out five cards out of 78 that do relate or have relevance to what's going on in your life or someone else's life... Um, it's kind of crazy. You might get one, you might get two, but to pick all five, it's like picking picking the lotto, which you can't do with the cards. You cannot pick. No, the I've tried the that many times. It doesn't yeah, work, folks. Does, that yeah. doesn't work that way. Yeah, it doesn't no. work that way. I was almost bankrupt. That uh, trust me, I did it eight doesn't hours work. a day trying to work. It doesn't, doesn't work, work that way. Yeah. Um, <laughs> probably, probably within, probably within that first year using the cards, I kind of really felt that there was something beyond dumb luck with the cards. So if that's what the spiritual connection, that's what it is, but you just get to a point that all of a sudden things stop being coincidence and start being a bigger, bigger scheme. Was there um, ever, and you don't have to name people, I'm not looking for that, but this is kind of a, you know, you know it's, a, it's a good question, but you know, whatever I'm just gonna say. 
was there ever a time that you had in the fact you read you know uh, a reading to somebody with the cards that you had to give them bad news that you knew they weren't going to take very well did that ever kind of experience happen or yeah it happens i won't say all the time but it happens enough and um i don't i don't candy coat things per se um, if I'm reading for someone and there's other people around, sometimes in group readings or at events where there's other people milling about while they're waiting for their read, um, you don't want to go into a lot of details on things. But as a rule, if there's something I'm seeing that's unpleasant, I'll tell you. I won't just be direct and say, hey, you know, your husband's screwing around on you. Get, you know, <laughs> get a lawyer or, you know... Um, you, know, you might want to start making updates to your will because you're going to be needing it sooner than later. Um, so not those kind of things, but um, and you've got to be careful. You got to you got to kind of know the people you're reading for at least have an idea. Um, first of all, I'm going to go say state of New York, which is where we are. Uh, tarot card reading is for entertainment only. Uh, legally, we are bound to say that. Legally, we have to. Uh, advertise that that this is for entertainment only and that way uh, people aren't taking them seriously well and, and things I, like that and also the, well, we can't tell you that you're gonna die yeah yeah I knew that part yeah they can't tell you anything and psychics can't tell you that as well right you know with a tarot card reading or not uh, but and that doesn't surprise me in New York State because New York State's one of the states who does not recognize Sasquatch as a real animal so then this kind of plays in New York State's you know Tax you for everything, but believe in nothing. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. So, <laughs> so, and I think to the point, it's not entertainment like fake entertainment, but it's it's entertainment. A kid, I want you to listen to what I'm saying and and kind of squirrel it away in the back of your mind and not just act rationally on it. Right. Um, and. And you want to kind of, again, you got to have a kind of a sense for the people that you're reading for to know, you know, as Jack Nicholson would say, can they handle the truth? Right. You, you know, don't want... You, you, don't want to, you want to read for Jack Nicholson, you don't want to read for Tom Cruise. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't, you don't, can't handle the truth. Right. You don't want to, uh, you know, tell somebody, you know, their wife's cheating on them or their husband's cheating on them and then find out the next day that they cut off their penis and bury it in the backyard or some shit. Right? I mean, that's basically what you're saying. Well, yeah. You don't yeah. Want to, <laughs> you hoping you were Hopefully you would have seen the whole penis thing in the in the read as well. But, but, but <laughs> that'd be the swords right there, bro. Yeah, yeah. You drew the bottom card. <laughs> oh, your name's Lorraine. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, but I, I I've done that. I've seen. Look, you know, I've, seen I've the read the card. I've seen it, and yeah, not so much the penis card, but. Um, I've done reads where, you know, you're looking at the cards and everything is screaming, someone's, someone's cheating on someone here. And... It'd be a country song. Well, it should be. You know, he's cheating who? <laughs> Alan Jackson should probably sing it if they were right one. Um, again, this is where over time you develop a sense, maybe that's the... Spiritual, maybe that's the intuition, maybe that's the psychic part of it. Um, but you can't let things filter into the read. Like most people think, if you're reading for a woman and it's talking about screwing around, 
that was it's probably the husband we're talking about. Right. So now you're talking to the woman, and then you don't want to tell her that's your husband messing around on her, and whatever. Your, every card's pointing that way. Right. Right. So you get to the last card, you flip it over, and that last card paints the picture. It's her. It's her. Yep. So, you know, and her friends are around and stuff, so you really can't say much because it's like... Right. Because, uh, like, the light bulb comes out, and you yeah, know, yeah. you know, <laughs> you're the one. You're the one. You're the real hussy. That's all right. So, uh... Here's my number. And I was doing... <laughs> yeah, 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 absolutely. So, uh, I was doing an event for, uh... It was a Mardi Gras party. I don't know. A company was having a, a Mardi Gras-themed event for their employees and uh, the person I knew wanted me to come down. I was just doing not as a group read, but they paid me a flat amount to right. be there for the day. So there's always people milling around stuff and she was hanging out with her girlfriends mm-hmm. and I'm reading the cards, I'm trying to keep it you know, I'm acting too crazy generic. It's nothing. You know, some communication issues <laughs> maybe some other people involved here. Talking your mouth and yeah, going yeah. Trying, not, <laughs> trying not to just come out and say, <laughs> So going along, going along, and I flip away that last card, I see it's her. I'm like, oh man, this changes everything, and this all looks. So, uh, yeah, and they were simple reads. They were quick, five, ten minute reads. It wasn't like we were spending a lot of time with these people. So, um, as we were getting done, your friend started, your friend's back with me, but I kind of motioned her close. And I'm like, it's you. <laughs> and she just stepped in and looked at me. She goes, how did you know? <laughs> I said, I know things. And she was freaked out beyond belief. Wow. wow. So, uh, you know, when you do those kind of things, you predict the pregnancy, which is never good. <laughs> but it has happened. Um, probably the freakiest one I ever did. And again, sometimes you talk about things and you're just talking and you're talking about the cards and you, you hit on something that you just weren't expecting. And I have, we were doing another public event out in the public, and it was uh, a woman came up and she getting the cards read and stuff. And uh, some random, random cards come up, and I'm like, oh, there's, you know, people that are keeping secrets from you, and they're not including you on things, and they're not working with you like they should be, and uh, a lot of disappointment, a lot of being misled, that, that, that. And she starts crying. Wow. So usually if you give him to cry, you know you've, you've done something right. Yeah. But you don't want him crying. Yeah. Well, in re- relation to cards. Yeah. 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 The other way, no. Yeah, Without cards, folks, if yeah, you make you someone cry, yeah, that's yeah. bad. That's you don't very want to cry. bad. So, <laughs> and she was crying. It was only halfway through the, the freaking read. So I kind of finished up with it. I'm like, look, I'm sorry to be upset. She goes, no, you don't understand. She goes, can I tell you something? I said, absolutely. I love feedback, I guess, and I'm sorry for that. I said, well, the woman had just found out the week, maybe two weeks prior, that her parents, now this woman was in her probably late 50s, well, probably 50-ish, don't make her older than she might be, just found out from her parents, so you figure her parents are probably now in their 70s, maybe. 60s, 70s, that she, that they, <laughs> that they were not her biological parents. Wow. 
Like that. So you were adapted and they didn't tight, because no, I wasn't adapted either. Oh boy. Her her father that raised her, and obviously not her father, but the dumb that raised her, his wife had just lost their first child. Okay. He basically kidnapped this girl from an infant. Holy shit. Brought her home to the wife. Now they just had the child. It must have just died. I get the impression that neighbors knew she was pregnant, so a child was not a big surprise to the neighbors because wow. no one caught on. Right, yeah. But dad, dad took her from whoever was mom and mom and dad, brought her home, and he and her wife raised her for the last four, five decades. Get out like, of town. Yeah. Get out! <laughs> I can, cannot make, you can't make that shit up. You can't make that shit up. That is like the best freaked, freaked me. Oh my god! Freaked me the freak out. And it was the cards I was reading. Cards, I was reading about the cards about you know people deceiving her and keeping the truth from her. And you know when she finds out, you know she's been misled and she needs to be ready for that. And, yeah. Yeah. Fudge. Oh, yeah. sugar. Yeah, that was. Did she ever find out? I don't know. I've never. To my oh, knowledge, fine. I've never seen her again. That's a book. Someone should write a book. You can write. You've written. I think you've written a book about tarot card reading. I have right. written. There a should book. be a follow-up book. There should be a follow-up book. There should be like no, best tarot card readings ever. 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 Oh my gosh. I should do that one. That might be a good book. Oh my. I get to follow. So. Uh, <laughs> so. Bitch, what um, I'm pretty sure I've never bumped into her again. Um, we've done the event a few times since. Um, but I don't think. She's never come back up to me and said, hey, you know, we talked two years ago and right. this has happened. So, um, so yeah, that one that one probably freaked me out. Freaked me out the most. Wow. I was that was on my like what was the greatest experience you ever had and you already hit that. that like, yeah, they're not my biological parents. Oh, well you're adapted. No, I wasn't adapted either. I'm like, oh Okay. Really? Yeah, my father took me when I was several days old. So Okay, that's the freaky experience you had. Now, would that? I go. I don't know. Would that be also considered your worst experience at the same time? No, I don't think. It, I don't think it was because it what probably wasn't a good experience for her, but she already knew, so it wasn't right. like. But you just kind of reaffirmed. Yeah. Well, yeah, and definitely to pull that, and again to and it was only five cards in the read to pull those five cards out of seventy-eight that would hit so close to home for her. Yeah. It's crazy. Uh, my worst, my worst, my worst. I don't know. I don't know what, I don't, I don't know what my worst one would be. Usually, usually I don't get a lot of feedback or if I'm off or whatever, if I've done a bad read or had a bad read or called it totally wrong, I never hear about it. Mm. Um, and it happens. There are times that the way the cards are interpreted don't match up to what the person. And again, that's that part of too. The person I'm talking about one thing, the person's thinking something else because they they come in with a preconception of what they want to see in the cards. Right, right. So I could be talking about something that necessarily wasn't what they had in mind. I could be right, but it wasn't what they had in mind, so they don't think the read's going well. And I know psychics see that too. Right. They come in with a preconception about things. The psychic will talk to them. 
tell them things and it won't hit them for the ride home or next day or next week. And then all of a sudden, it all clicks and I'm like, oh my gosh. That's actually that happened to me. She was absolutely right. Yeah. You know, so, um, really don't see death per se. Um, but there's a death card. There, a death. There's a death card, but that card really isn't, that isn't what it talks about. I mean, I guess you could. It can mean, it can mean different things. Yeah. It, it, but I'll be honest with you. In the three different readings, I've had a lot more than three, mm-hmm. but there were three readings when Death Card came up, and every one of those instances, somebody did die. And that's no joke, and that's no lie. I would probably have to see more cards around it that would kind of support that before well, I would even bring it up. The person, you know, said that doesn't mean death. It can be the end of a relationship. Mm-hmm. It can mean this. It can be that. the end of a job. But in all three times, someone I knew close died, and that's no, no joke every single time. And, and it was within a month and a half. I'm not a joke. No crazy happen. stuff, you know. So that can happen. So every time I see the death card, I cringe because I'm like, ah, oh, shit, someone's dying. Who is it this time? <laughs> nice, nice. Um, so yeah, so I was taking the class. Um, by the end of the class, it was six six weeks in. As I'm in six classes, um, I felt pretty confident. I was doing. We we're doing practice reads and. In the class, we were doing reads for each other. Um, we we're doing reads on ourselves, and again, I was finding I had, I was hitting, I was sitting on my classmates, and what was going on in their lives. Um, little did I know, I was hitting on things that were going to be happening in my life. The cards were making sense for that, but I was hitting on it. And again, that's part of the thing that put me in that direction as well. Is that for months prior to the events that happened next. I was seeing them and just wasn't registering. Like thinking back and thinking, oh my God, it's, I, I was predicting that every week. What the hell? You know, I should, I should have seen this coming. What the hell? You know, so. I'm going to tell you something right now. You're not going to like what I'm about to tell Oh boy, here we go. <laughs> this is a true, true story, folks. So the first time I was in your shop, mm-hmm. it was before I did the Bigfoot stuff. Right. Right. And I brought Heather and the kids. And it was a long time. It was seven years ago. Yeah. I guess, yeah. I and, uh, you know, we were talking to Lonnie and da 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 and then, you know, I, I didn't know you people from Adam, right. you know, and you came out and you're like, oh, this for sale, that for sale. And I said to Heather inside, I'm like, look at this son of a bitch trying to push his wares off on us. Nice. Nice. See, a little do you know where you're going to wind up. Yeah, I'm like, hey, let's get that out of here. Here's shysters. Let me know. Let me know. Yeah, shysters. I can't. I'm being honest. I got to be honest. But no, folks, now that I've got to know them, uh, Lonnie is the real deal to know about it. Uh, Mr. Anvil here is obviously the real deal as well. Um, just great, great people. You couldn't ask to know uh, better people. Um, I put, you know, in better you people. But you can. There are better people. And one of them is Renee. Renee's awesome. At Diversity oh, Broadcasting like, Network. God, yes, Renee. Diversity awesome. Broadcasting yeah. Network. Yep. Uh, yep. www.diversitybroadcastingnetwork.com. Yep. And pushing wares, Renee pushes wares as well as anyone. Yes, she does. And one thing she likes to do is her ex, ex biz, biz, ex biz, business thing. Fascinating business thing. You know, I really should pay attention to what she does. Anyways, so I can't explain that well, but Renee can, along with her her friend that helps run this business, uh, Biz Exposed, Biz Exposed. And I'm going to let them talk about that while I 
gather my thoughts back up and get back on track. And we'll be back in a minute. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee, and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. And we have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044. Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and power local businesses. And like I said, no one talks about it better than Renee yep. at Diversity Broadcasting Network. That was fascinating Dot information, by the way. Oh, my God. Absolutely. You know, and you know another great person, and I, I, I really do think this is Steve from Let's Talk Steve Let's Talk Ghost. He really is a great Absolutely. guy. No, no, jo- no joking about. Steve got us into this. Yeah, he did. This he is got Steve's me fault. started. And, this is Steve's uh, fault. You know, when I first talked to Steve on the phone, I was actually out on a Bigfoot Sasquatch hunt, camping overnight by myself with one dog in the middle of nowhere. And me and Steve were talking about me doing the show. He called me and we were discussing. He goes, well, what are you doing now right now? I go, actually right now, I'm out in the middle of nowhere with my dog mm-hmm. and we're camping out and doing the Sasquatch research. And uh, he goes, by yourself? I go, yep. Well, you're crazy. Um, but yeah. uh, we had a great conversation, and uh, that's how it led to this. You know, that one well, conversation. Yeah. And Will. Will's Will actually put me in contact with Steve. So I yeah. had a big thanks to Will as well. Um, but, uh, yeah, great people. Will's a great person, too. I mean, just great, great, great people. Um, I had another question for you. Well, And it was tying right into everything you were saying. Oh, here it is. Okay. Have you ever seen, and you don't have to name names. Again, I don't want names. But have you ever seen what you believe to be a fraudulent card reader? Someone who obviously doesn't know what the they're doing and only doing it to make money. I have seen that. We, I have I think, so I seen think it. We have seen that. Yes. At least one instance, the one shared experience. We oh, had. yes. We did. Um, I don't want to say they're Fraudulent. Yeah, yeah, you do. <laughs> well, because they may believe in what they're doing. They may think they're got the stuff, got the gift, got the most, and it's just the gift of gab, the most, more than anything else. Yeah. Um, but I have no doubt there are many, many, many charlatans out there. Um, you know, and it's the ones that are. Drawn to the the limelight, the Miss Cleos and things like that, where they're hawking hawking their wares on late night TV or celebrity <laughs> endorsements or whatever the case is, you know. Um, but again, um, it's for, it's for entertainment only, folks. I don't know. I don't type. I I I'm not I'm not cutting down my my second second profession. Um, but take it for what it's worth. But don't don't uproot your life. Don't change everything about you. 
if 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 I'm talking to you and nothing's making sense, don't just say, "Well, the tarot guy said or the psychic said," and change your whole life 180 degrees on, on what we're telling you. That's we might be off that day too. We might be on cold medicines. It may be the flu going around. Who knows what it is? Yeah, always listen to me. I'm a know it all. Yeah, Go Jeff. Ahead. Yeah, just yeah, ask Jeff. I'll tell you. I'll tell you what to do with that. Um, and I'm very upfront with my 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 clients too. That you know what I'm. I'm not telling you this is what you have to do, but this is what I'm seeing. You need to make that. You need to make the choice. You still have free will. It's not carbon stone. The fact that we're talking about now. Oh, great Rush song, Free Will. Free yeah, Will. Free Will by Rush. Great Rush. song. Rush Limbaugh? No, you're going to be thrown out of this house. <laughs> you don't like Rush? Well, that's a whole other show. I can see that already. Yeah, I know. I, I am a huge, I am a, I am a huge, gigantic fan of the group Rush. You know, from oh, India. no. You know, Geddy Lee, Neil Peart, you know, Alex Lyson. Yeah, you know, Rush. Rush. Yeah. And if it was a legal way to play their music during the show, I would, but there isn't. So anyway. <laughs> anyways. So anyways, back onto the topic. Um, that they've got free will. And just by us talking about it is an opportunity for them to either continue down the path or change it if they want. You know, and I will tell you 90 times out of 100, people are just looking for confirmation. They want to have, they, they know what they want to do. They know what they have to do, but they're looking for that independent, unbiased opinion to, to keep them headed in the direction they should. That push. You know, push. so um, very rarely do I get someone that just wasn't kind of thinking that or... Show me what you got! You know, <laughs> whatever it is, and they... They say, oh, well, I was going to be a brain surgeon, but now I'm just going to go into forestry. You know, Jethro Bodine, oh, prime gosh. example. You know, here I am, I'm drinking as I'm doing this show tonight, folks. And, uh, Not there's, enough. There's, yeah, well, you know, the, the crazy thought just came to my head. I had to suppress it because it's a kind of crazy thought that would get me in a lot of trouble. <laughs> anyway, um, can you read for loved ones without an emotional intrusion? Uh, meaning some of you are close connected to, I have that problem because I, I, uh, I can't do that. I, I we're a real close, uh, connection because my personal thoughts interfere. If it's someone I am a friend with, I have no problem doing that. Uh, but someone, even if it was a one night stand, I have no problem doing that. But someone on a deep emotional level, it doesn't um, work very well for me. I will not. As a rule, will not read for Alani, who's my wife. There you go. Um, I just don't think. Does she? Does she read for you? No, she. Uh, no, she doesn't okay. tell me anyone. She doesn't tell me that there's anyone around me or right, right. Any of the things she does, she doesn't see the dead people when it comes to me. Um, and that, I have is, read, that, is that an agreement you guys kind of have, um, or it's just I a we, respect we, level? Or? Yeah, we've, we've done it. We did it once. We were at a Ren fair or something someplace all in our Rennie garb and stuff. And it was just kind of, for me, it was just kind of, a, I, I, I just didn't, I didn't think I could filter out enough to give a legitimate read. Mm. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. You right know, there. Yeah. for that, I don't yeah. think I could filter out enough to give a legitimate read. Um, then the fact that 
I really don't think I'm telling her anything she doesn't already. No. No. Psychic thing, you know, what I'm saying. <laughs> so, um, but I have read for other family members, and uh, I don't have a problem doing that because, you know, that's not a big deal. I know uh, my oldest sister, who was passed on, now, not that I saw that, but she's passed on. Mm-hmm. Um, they were in the process, and this was back when I first started doing the tarot cards. They were in the process of renovating their uh, their home. And um, they had a contractor, friend of theirs, nice guy, blah, blah, whatever. And I was going to do a great deal for them. And they went and got the financing on themselves. And so about a th- halfway through the project, third of the way, two-thirds of the way through the project, Started running some snags. She was making some phone calls. Once again, return phone calls. Um, so she was a little concerned about the project. And she said, can you read us? And I'm like, we can try. See what it comes up. Eh, whatever. See what happens. So I did a read for her. And basically, long and short of it, basically the cards were showing me that there was a, a huge glitch in the process that the, the remodel wasn't going to happen at this point. Now, they're two-thirds of the way into this. And uh, by the looks of it, it seems to be a financial issue. So she really needed to get hold of whoever was loaning her the money mm-hmm. and find out what's going on. Because there's been, there's been something. Some ball got dropped someplace. And she needed to find out what was going on because... Uh, part of it was they weren't releasing the last third of the money to finish the project and right. blow whatever. So, a couple days went by and she called me and said, uh, thank God you read my cards. I said, why? What's going on? She goes, well, I got a hold of the guy we went through to get the loan and uh, come to find out the house is in foreclosure. Wow. That there had been some kind of snafu with the contractor and Whatever the case was, that there either were some letters were mailed, whatever it was, they were in the process of filing foreclosure on the property because of whatever. And they were probably within a month of losing wow. the property. Holy cow. And then her call was the only thing that stopped the process from going forward. Wow. Because they were able to call, figure out what's going on, and fix it, and going forward. Wow. Fascinating. It is. Hmm. So. So I can, you know, when when I can do that, but certain times it won't. Uh, can you read for yourself? All the time. And it works? Um, Except for walking, obviously. It does not, because I trust the cards more than I did when I first started. But, um, yeah. Um, and, again, I think I use it as a, and, again, it's tough to get to filter everything out. And, you know, keep in mind that you run the risk of giving yourself the answer that you want, not the answer that, that's there. Um, so you just gotta, you guess, just gotta trust, trust that first, trust that first turn of the card and don't keep going back and trying to get an answer that you want. And I, I ran into the same issue when I was single, after I was divorced, mm-hmm. you know, I meet hot chicks all the time out, because I party all the time, you know, my lifestyle was nuts. And uh, I would use the cards, I'd use a three card or five card draw. I would ask the specific question, am I going to bang this chick at some point? And I never liked the answer when it came back, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, and you got to be, and that's the, that's the one thing I found, too, is that you've got to be, 
You've got to be specific when you're asking questions. It seems odd. It seems odd, but you got to be specific. you got to be specific. Because yeah, you you'll ask, you know, is you know, is this, is this a girl for me? And the parents will say no. Well, that probably wasn't the question you wanted to ask. The question you want to ask is, you know, am I going to be nailing this chick somewhere down the road? Right, exactly. You know. Yeah. And sometimes the answer may still be no. But it may be no for a reason, like. Yeah, she has syphilis. Well, or she's she just, or, just you know, pure psycho. Or all my friends slept with her. I mean, well, yeah, whatever like the case yeah, is, yeah. You know, whatever the case is, it's, that's where you're going to go. So, um, so you need to be specific with your questions, knowing that it literally just takes the words that you throw out to the universe and it throws back an answer at you. Yeah. So yeah. if you're not specific, you're going to get a non-specific answer, or you make an answer that is down the road. Like, you may be, you know, dating someone for weeks, months, and ask the question, is this the girl for me? And the card will still say no. You got to take a look at that and say, why is it, you know, things are going well, things are going great. You know, get ready to pop the question, whatever the case <laughs> is. And, then, you know, it's looking, because you're throwing out that generic question. Right. It's looking at long-term down the road, long-term down the road, saying no. Okay. Um, you may hit on this a little bit, but I'm going to ask you again. Is the, uh, so what do you know? How early back do you know the history of the cards? Put it that way, I guess. The cards go back, depending on what you're looking at it, the actual physical cards, where they get their root, go back to, I want to say the... 12th, 13th century, and they're, here's a little game now, 13th, 13th century. 13th century is the 1400s. Yeah, I want to say 14th, 13th century, 1300s, 1400s. And it comes from an Italian deck called a Tarak deck. And it was a card game. That was similar in design. They had court cards, they had regular cards, things like this. And um, somewhere, somewhere, at some point, it morphed into people started using them to tell fortunes. Hmm. Went from a card game to telling fortunes. Um, it's it's interesting that the whole concept of card games, and this is why there's some confusion about where exactly this fell into place because the whole concept of card games didn't show up until they came back from the Crusades because actually card games weren't played by the Christians they were played by the Muslims hmm. they kind of brought the whole card game concept <clears throat> to the Christians so with these cards on the bar right now are we being subverted by, subverted by ISIS uh, possibly. Okay. Possibly. Just keep that in mind. It goes way back. Way back. ISIS. Yeah. ISIS. We'll talk about that in the next hour, but uh, <laughs> there's some ISIS stories going on right now. Um, so the history goes back several hundred years. Um, and then the church gets involved, as the church always does. And because the car. Hey, when you say the church, you mean the Roman Catholic Church? The Roman Catholic Church. They had the biggest issue uh, because it was felt that, you know, and at the time there wasn't this whole cosmos and 
whatever. It was God. God was the supreme authority. And uh, it's just not right for a regular everyday person to be getting messages channeled through them from God to the cards. So the Catholic Church was quick, quick to outlaw tarot cards. It was quick to burn anyone that was doing tarot readings as a witch and whatever else. Uh, all the while, they kept the tarot cards themselves and would use them themselves within the church. Hmm. Because they did believe that they these were a conduit to speak to God. Hmm. Fascinating. That is really, I didn't know that part. Hmm. And the ones that, you know, the, the tarot cards are almost always infamously uh, associated with the gypsies. Yes. Which were... You know, gypsies are gypsies. They, they travel, they roam, they don't stay in one place. Right. Um, they were kind of, whether they wanted to be or not, were kind of made the guardians of the whole process, the whole way of reading cards and doing things like that and fortune telling. And they, they stayed one step ahead of whoever that was trying to take the cards away, and they kind of kept those traditions alive. Hmm. Um. Well, as you see, I made sure we had a deck tonight. You did. And there was a reason for that. I'm sure there was. I figured it'd be kind of cool. There's a hair stuck on this. Oh, stop. It's Stop it. But uh, I, I figured it'd be kind of cool if you did a, a minor reading on Moa oh, tonight. All right. And this is way of me getting a free reading, folks. <laughs> it doesn't be a major one. It'd be like a five-part draw or this, whatever you want to do. This is my deck, so I don't know how it's going to work. But we'll well, see. I, I shuffled them, you know, with my energy, so. Did you? Yeah, so you should be all right. All right. <laughs> First card Jeff has drawn is the Hierophant, and it is a major arcana. The Hierophant is sometimes called the Pope, um, the uh, High Bishop, and basically this card was viewed as someone that teaches and basically hands out the social norms, social means, uh, moral right and wrong, and uh, things along these lines. And usually the Hierophant, and this one's reversed, this would tell me that Jeff, and I'm trying to not filter what Jeff is and know that, um, this card talks about the fact that Jeff is not part of the norm, not part of the social social fabric that makes up everyone else's everyday life. Um, I'm a misfit. Not, <laughs> not, not a misfit. But you you aren't one to stay within the box. You you uh, I like the box. It's not this particular issue on a box. Um, <laughs> you weren't you weren't uh, you weren't <coughs> We'll have a heart attack on me. <coughs> Devil. <laughs> Devil's killing me. Devil's getting you. You reading the cards. <laughs> Mama says, Daryl cards is the devil. <coughs> Anyways. <coughs> God. Oh my gosh. You know, really. <clears throat> you weren't above getting the lessons. Hearing the morals and church and things like that. But just wasn't you weren't gonna be confined by me either. Nope. Not the path. So 
the hammer point. Next card up is Temperance. Yeah. <laughs> I know where that's going already. Right. Um, <laughs> and Temperance is just that. It's, it's... <sighs> the card's upright, and this tells me that just outside the norms, outside the social, acceptable things. But Tepper's tells me that Jeff tries to bring things into the middle. Takes these streams, tries to bring it into the middle, into where it should be, and not leave them out there. Temperance will take extremes and not bend them, but make them understand, understood by the, the the average people, by the average Joe, to get them they'll still be extreme, but they'll be more accepted on a regular basis. Hmm. It's only two cards. Only two cards? Only two cards. Oh, you get one of these decks. <laughs> All right, so Jeff, I hate these kind of decks. Anyway, so yeah, Jeff has... I was told it was very hard to read. Yeah, <laughs> Jeff has the Five of Wands. And the Five of Wands, this... The Five of Wands deals with... In Wands, you should deal with uh, energy and uh, intuition and gut instinct and things along these lines. And the five specifically deals with having to check some balances, I guess would be the way to phrase it. Um, you need to, every now and then, take a step back and, and not reevaluate, but take a look at what you are perceiving is true, what you are portraying is true, and make sure that you haven't gone off kilter, but haven't gone beyond where you should with what you're doing. You need to take a look and make sure that you're still on the right course, make sure you're still on the right path, so, make sure that your intuition and that your instincts haven't taken Trump isn't God, is what you're telling me. Well, probably not. <laughs> probably not, but it's more, it's more, uh, yeah, yeah, Trump's not God. Um, it's more to kind of, kind of reality check. Um, just to kind of take a step back, make sure that your instincts, intuition, all those things are on target. Um, make sure that you haven't kind of lost. Lost direction and lost sight of what's going on around you. True. Um, that makes sense. Well, that does make sense, actually. Oh! Son of a bitch! People, the death card hey, came Jeff, up! Son of a bitch! The death card! Damn it! <laughs> Drew the death card! <laughs> whoop, 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 whoop. Son of a All right, bitch! So. <laughs> wow. Too Fuck me! Too funny. So. Oh, the upside time. The upside, <laughs> not quite yet. The upside to this, the death card here is reversed. So what this is telling me, because I don't 
hardly ever, rarely ever, and have not seen anything else in the cards I've pulled so far to indicate that this card literally means death. But what this is telling me that Jeff's got Jeff's got a situation going on, or he's got maybe a couple situations going on. Uh, but one in particular is probably causing him a little little chafing in his shorts, shall we say. <laughs> and uh, I don't see it ending anytime soon. Um, that was a that was a figurative speech, not literal. Um, got some negative things going on, and uh, as much as you might like them to be passed, um, they're not they're not going to be over as quick as you want them to be. So you need to kind of gear yourself up to the fact that things are going to keep kind of chugging along. May not be the best thing for you right now, but things are going to keep chugging along. And uh, you just need to kind of write it out until the situation betters itself. Great. <laughs> oh no! See, he's look. Oh, folks. Bollocks. <laughs> Make sure they're not the whole same. All right, now they're a different card in here. All right, so he's pulled now the ten. <laughs> Ten of wands, ten of rods, ten of staffs. I'm about to take a shaft. Ten. <laughs> take shafts of ten my of, ten of, ten of kilometers is what he's doing. So, ten of wands. This is telling me that right now, this may be all part of it. You need to kind of shut down a lot of the taking on outside responsibilities, outside problems, outside issues. Um, and again, I mean, you've always been a good friend. You've listened to my talk. But do you do that with everyone? Do you listen to a lot? Do you like, are you there for people to talk to? And if they got a problem, yes. you'll try to help. Yep. And blah, blah, whatever, blah, blah, whatever. Yep. Okay. Um, Since I can't, well, I know. No reading, goddamn it! All right, this is the first time working with your damn deck, but I'm going to say this card is actually reversed because there's a little X up in this corner. Yeah, it's reversed. Okay, so what this is telling me is you need to. Be, again, reevaluate some thought. Be careful what's going on. I'm not saying shut down. I'm not saying that this is right at the moment causing you some problems. But at some point, probably fairly soon, your shoulders aren't going to be broad enough to take all the burdens. And you need to... You're not going to want to, but you need to understand that. And when you're at that point, you need to shut it down back that makes sense? Yeah, that makes sense. <coughs> I think that's what this is talking about. Because I think this one's talking about the fact that <coughs> I think you're probably going to convince yourself that you can handle it. So your instincts, you won't be listening to your instincts. You'll be listening to whatever you listen to at that point. And this card tells me that you need to be aware of that, and you need to know to say when is enough. 
and not go past that point. Because even though you might have survived it in the past, you probably will have a harder time recovering this time around. Gotcha. So for Jeff, he thinks outside the box. He's not one to adhere to social norms. He does like to get people to move from the extremes where he is to the middle and try to get people to accept things that may not be uh, readily acceptable to them. Uh, he's got some issues going on that probably aren't going to be ending up anytime soon, but he needs to be aware of that. He needs to be careful what he's doing, extra burdens, extra responsibilities he's taking on. Uh, not that he can't do that, but it's probably not in his best interest, and he really needs to be aware of that before it gets to a point that it sets him so far back, it takes two or three times the normal time to recover than it normally would. And I did notice in this reading, there was no pentacles. <coughs> no. Which to me, that indicates it's not a money issue. Not it's money more, issue. It's a more of an emotional issue um, of burdens. Could be, could be anything. It could be anything. Um, it just talks that you've got to really know what your limitations are and even though you might be going against your instincts you need to shut it down when you really think it's at that point well just so you know folks this is the last show we'll be doing here and let's talk okay well that's <laughs> wonderful just joking so we are now into this show and i think now is definitely a good time for a, for a shot so tonight we have Tippy Cow Vanilla Soft Serve. <laughs> it is the vanilla ice cream liqueur. Liqueur? Liqueur from Tippy Cow. Well, I am going to change our, our, our saying tonight. Okay. Here is to Stovacar, which is to cling on underworld enough. All right. All right. So, what good is a shot without some music to go along? Sit back and take a listen.
That was Sledgehammer by Ken Darby. Nothing like a little metal in the middle of the show to get you going. Actually, I think it's still core. It is still core. Thank you. Close but uh, you know what I was talking about. I did. Yeah, I just watched an episode of the Space Guy and Dwarf. It was in Chinsia. This is when they got married? What's that? This is when they got married? When she died, she was killed oh, by... Oh, she died. Yeah, she was killed they by... Uh, uh, what's his name? Yeah, so... The cop killed her. Bastards. Yeah. Infected with the party. So whatever the fuck they were called. Um... Well, thank you for the reading. Uh, I, I came up, I, uh, when I saw the Tempers card, I was uh, very concerned about what you were going to say on the air. Um, because, uh, well, I'm not going to well, talk about that. If it was Heather, <laughs> if it was Heather, i told her to stop drinking as much as she drinks. <laughs> like, Carrie Nation Tempers is what that would be for Heather. That would be how I'd read that card uh, for Heather. Um, but, um... No, that's not, 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 not what I'm saying. Okay, good. That's good. Because there is that kind of energy around me, unfortunately, and uh, I've been doing my very best to uh, be a good person. Believe it you are a good person. Yeah, I try. I do my damnedest to be a good person. Um, but I do have a very nasty tendency to uh, try and help people. I like to be the savior, the knight on the white shining armor bullshit. Uh, that is my biggest fault in life, and it doesn't have to be a female, it can be a male, it can be anybody. Right, right. Uh, and I try to help people sometimes, and uh, it's not always the best thing for me emotionally uh, to do that. So. Well, you can trust your... There's a reason I don't cable, and believe it or not, folks, this is really one of the reasons, is because of those fucking commercials with the starving children. Um, I am the guy that calls up with his fucking credit card and starts pledging all kinds of money. I'm that guy. I know it's horrible. You know, you know, I'm not liberal, but you can almost say in some ways I'm a bleeding heart liberal because of those reasons. You know, um, they're very soft side. Really? Yeah. I'm not really? I'm making this up. Have you seen Sally Fields? <laughs> Is that really who you want as your spokesperson for the Star Wars children? No, no, Sally Fields. Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers. Sally Struthers. Yeah, Sally Fields is still hot. I don't know. She's 65. She's still fucking hot. But Sally Struthers, right? That's who you want. Yeah. Advertising for starving children. You ever seen the episode of South Park? She ain't missed a buffet in years, yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, she steals Carpenter's food. It's hilarious. <laughs> Great episode. Um, but yeah, so, well, you know, that's uh, very interesting. But someone is going to die. To my grandma. No, well, it could be. Sorry, Grandma. This is what I saw. Sorry. There weren't, there weren't any other cards. But that that was, I think that was awesome. I think that was a first for us talking all the future. Live tarot card reading. Live tarot card reading. Now, did you hold anything back? I did. Remember, this is let's talk at all. I did. Nothing's off the table here. I didn't because let me I'm tell okay. You, you can I, say whatever you want. I'll be okay with it. See, the thing with Jeff's deck is that the minor arcana, which are the suits, they're just generic pictures. Yes. And they're very hard to read. And Because they're just generic. It's a generic picture. It's like 10 freaking rods on the card. That's it. Yeah. Reverend Mary told me the same thing. She goes, you couldn't pick up a harder deck yeah. than you, that one. Was, this <laughs> is a tough deck. Tough, but she goes, you always chose the hard, the hard route in life. Well, obviously. <laughs> um... A lot of the decks give you more interesting artwork to work with, and that's part of that's part of the tarot too. Is it's the artwork, it's the pictures, it's the 
it's the design of the cards, it's the messages that they relay. Yeah, so, sometimes how the picture's facing and the card next to it has a lot of effect on how the cards read from what I've been told. Right, whether they're ups, upside... Well, no, but it's like if you have, like, the uh, the, the king, or mm -hmm. one of the king's six, whatever, and he's facing the... the uh, or away, we say he's facing the, uh, the deck of the you know, wands, the second card, but he's... You know, face oh, away from the, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, 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 that can affect how the um, it is. Some people read that way, and that's, yeah. again, everyone reads a little bit different, and there's lots of different ways you read, you basically got to do what works for you. Well, what was the book that was written that you, uh, ah, Tarot 101? Tarot 101. Tarot 101. Great book, I have it, I have a copy. Ancient Practices I have a signed the copy, modern, actually. you do, yeah, I have a ancient, copy. ancient Practices in a Modern World, so uh, it's on Amazon.com. I think we should promote that on our website. Uh, we'll have a picture of it. There's, there are a few Tarot 101 books out there. Uh, make sure you get the right one. Uh, the author name is Jameson James. Jameson James. I have a pet name. That's Jameson James. <laughs> I have a pet name too, but I ain't for that. Yeah, well, I... <laughs> Mr. Lucky! Uh, you know... <laughs> As the polar bear said, it's all dependent on you, just depends on how big a pussy you are. <laughs> anyway, so, um, so tarot is, again, it's a person-by-person -person type thing, even when it reads a little bit different, uh, there are no, there's really no wrong way to read, as long as you're being consistent and truthful. And there are people... Some of the very old school practitioners will tell you you got to do this and you got to do that and don't do this and don't do that. And malarkey. It's whatever whatever works for you. Some people say that you can't buy your own deck. It has to be given to you. And you have to wrap it in soap for two weeks and sleep on it under your <laughs> pillow after you bury it in the yard next to you know your second born's placenta. <laughs> it's no. Whatever works for you, whatever feels right for you, as long as you're hold to those and you're believing it and you're consistent, you're good. Yeah, and that's the reason, actually, folks, that I actually have my cards uh, with my uh, Bible, excuse me, my great grandmother, is to keep any negative energy out of my cards. I know it's a s silly process, but that's what I do. Right. You know, and everyone has something like you said; they they do differently. You know, so but that's my process. So. So my cards, if I had brought them, I should try to find them this morning. They're in a cloth bag. It's kind of got a fire design on it. And uh, I have in the cloth bag. Is that cloth bag made in China? No, it was not. Okay. It was not. I don't think so. No, I got it on eBay. So it was made right here in the good old U.S. of A. <laughs> by some crazy old Wiccan that makes tarot card oh, bags. Oh, cool. Yeah, I got it. So in that bag, along with the cards, protecting it, protecting it, I have two things specifically protecting it. And you're going to laugh about the second one, so I'll tell you the first one first. So the first one, I had gotten a, it was from just talking about the Klingons, I would gotten a poker chip from Vegas that was for the, I can't think what hotel has the Star Trek attraction, but I have no idea. they've got the Star Trek emblem on one side and the 50th anniversary oh, and on cool. the back side is the Klingon symbol. Huh. Okay. It's in a it's in a protective plastic case of that. So I keep that with the tarot cards. Uh, and the other thing I keep with the tarot cards, which was too funny because I was I've, I've had this for years and years and years. This is, and to tell you how old this is, 
I have a dollar gold medallion from Trump's casino. <laughs> that tells you how old that they're actually, you still get the, the chips right. out of the machines. Because wow. they stopped that years ago. I have a dollar gold medallion. This is dollar on one side, Trump on the other. And that's in the bag too, protecting those cards wow. from evil. Yeah. That is awesome. Klingon and Trump. <laughs> protecting those guards from evil, baby. Let me tell you. So you got basically, you got the strong side of the Klingon, and you got the fucking Ferengi on the other. Well, yeah. is <laughs> yeah. a little better looking, but whatever. <laughs> Some would awesome. say Trump doesn't have the lobes. Yeah, the lobes. That's right. The lobes yeah. for business. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, again. Uh, yeah, it's... That's it in a nutshell. We could go on for hours and hours and hours of material, but that isn't why we're here tonight. Because we're in the second hour now. We are in the second hour. And, uh, and the second hour... There's lots of things going on. Yes. Uh, lots of things going on. Detachable penises came up. Uh, I think we talked about that. Uh, uh, we did. The new detachable penises are coming out soon. Bionic. Yeah, bionic penises. Uh, should make every woman happy in the world. So basically, you have, to, you have your own penis removed. And then you have this computer-chipped... Attachable penis installed. Um, it's attachable because you can get other attachments to it. Uh, you can put a bowling ball on the fucking thing for line stand or something. I'm making this shit up. I don't know, folks. I was throwing it out there, literally. Ah. <laughs> bowling ball. It's a joke. Okay. Anyway, so what's going on in the news? Let's see. Uh, the parade's been approved. Uh, for parade. Veterans. Oh, for yeah, veterans. Veterans parade. Yeah, veterans yeah, yeah. The Veterans Day parade is awesome. approved. Um, and the internet is losing their freaking minds. I'm going to be there for that. Day. Are you going down for that? I am going down for it. I'm taking that's vacation. Veterans Day. Day. Yeah. It's in November. No, that's, you're thinking, no, Veterans Day is in November. Uh, Memorial Day Memorial is in Day. May. So it must be Memorial Day. Oh, Memorial Day. Okay, that's I'm May. pretty sure it's in May. I'm pretty right. sure it's May. Well, then I got to take vacation. It? it might be November. I think it's May. November is colder than shit, but that's when the Veterans Day is. Well, it might be November. It's the second week of November. Usually. It's a veteran thing. Okay. It's, it's, one of the veteran it's a veteran thing. It's one of those holidays. It's one of those veterans' <laughs> holidays. I don't think it's Pearl Harbor Day. I don't think he's doing that on that one. Yeah, no, but, you're not <laughs> I don't think it's in August when we dropped the bomb on. No. Although that would be kind of appropriate. That would be kind of appropriate. You know, and apropos. Ap- <laughs> apropos as it was. <laughs> Might be a little insensitive, but... I think we're rolling our nukes down Main Street, Washington. <laughs> hey, Putin, see this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Putin. Putin. Uh, well, as I said before the show, there was some big news. I, I planted the seed over something with Heather. Oh, wait. Um, do you want me to continue? Or yeah, you? absolutely. It's right, right. Is it uh, related? And it, it is. Okay. It most certainly is. Uh, and I, this is not a joke. Uh we had talked about moving in the past. Um, I proposed to her this weekend that what did she think about moving to Mother Russia? No joke. I said, you know, these are the reasons why. A, there's a shitload of places to go forward. Uh, it's a great country. The people are awesome. Putin's a great leader, in my opinion. Uh, and and uh, so I like to be. Um, so, of course, Heather, in her way, immediately did research on how they train handle handicapped people and treat them. Uh, they have very piss-poor ratings in that department. Right so, that. Russia has been ruled out. Oh, no. Russia has been ruled out. No, really? Yeah. So, um, I got some prime real estate in Chernobyl. 
fuck your head on the tree. Right. You can have your phone all you want, bitch. Big glow in the dark, leaving the headlights. That's right. So, but so then I threw out Bulgaria, Romania. Uh, old Transylvania part of Romania because that's where my family really is uh, from is from the old Transylvania uh, and believe it or not no joke people you can't make this stuff up I have traced our family tree uh, back to an area uh, that at one time the Viceroy was Count what you know as Count Dracula from all the Dracula yeah, Vlad. he was actually our Viceroy no joke not making that up um, and I traced our family tree back to that area uh, there's actually a river named Aperus in Slovakia and or we're named after the river, I should say. It's called the Arahosi River. Uh, no joke. It's spelled exactly like my name. My name isn't exactly common. It's actually pronounced Orcheski, but regardless. Uh, but anyway, uh, moving on. So that is big news. Uh, and uh, she obviously asked what we would do for a living. And, you know, da 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 And I said, well, uh, I came with the idea of opening an all-American store, meaning everything that would be carried in the store in this foreign country would be made in America. That's not China, that's not Japan. It'd be made in America, only in America, and that's just the goods I would sell. Um, the finance is great operation. I was to sell everything I own here: my four wheelers, my car, my awesome car, my house, everything gone. Um, and that would be the, uh, the voluntary means to make this happen. So that's, that that that's is great idea. that is the discussion we're having right that's now. That's great idea. And the reason this is important because it would affect you. <laughs> well, I'm not moving. Yeah, I was saying, unless you move in. We love to broadcast, let me tell you. Yeah, yeah, so uh, just throw it out there. You never know what okay, you're well, Okay, so this might happen sooner or later, so I guess <laughs> I need to prepare for it. But um, until then, we'll, we'll still be here. And this, this is actually kind of, a, kind of a great idea. We can work out the logistics. I would exactly. think I think you need to put this out there to, to the dot. <laughs> I, think, I think Trump would back this idea in a heartbeat. This guy from America, this Jeff Orcheski from Johnson City, New York, had a fabulous idea. American Big old, idea. American, huge. They love American stuff. <laughs> they hate America, love American stuff. Yeah, exactly. Hate America, love American stuff. For pro-America through American-made goods. Yeah. I'd be the only store, I guarantee the only oh, store in the country that would do that. Absolutely. Just blue jean sales alone. Exactly. There These people lose their mother-humping minds over anything American. Yeah, oh yeah. So, that is the, uh, uh, that, the great that, financial yeah. idea I'm working on right yeah. now. Yeah. You want to throw that, throw that bitch on Kickstarter <laughs> Yeah, wow. Yeah. So, I, I'm not, I, wow, I don't know. It's, it seems like anything else we're going to talk about in the next 45 minutes. We'll see Trifle. Yeah, trifle compared to that. Um, you know, makes the news of Trump getting Korea to the table seem piddly. You know, and uh, I think everybody should be saying, wow, at this point, because no one has really been able to do that. No president's ever met with a North Korean leader. Um I think it's unbelievable what has transpired, and I think it's a direct relation to two things. One is complete non-wavering, well, what Trump would talk about, his non-wavering sanctions, which just keep increasing, keeps turning the screw harder and harder. And the second thing was no other president, not even during the Korean War, 
had four aircraft carrier battle groups outside of someone, you know, outside mm -hmm. of North Korea. Move the B-2 stealth bombers, the F-22 stealth fighters, the F-35 fighters. Everything was moved over there, and he was saying, look it, you're either going to stop this shit, or I am going to bomb this shit out of you. And yes, you know, people will die on our side too, but they won't be Americans, dummies. And that's the message he is non-wavered on. And I really believe, in my heart of hearts, this is the reason why uh, they're, you know, because people are starving the shit over there. You know, they're probably getting ready to throw a coup. I mean, look at the, the videos, the soldiers marching in the streets in their great parades. They're string beans. There's nothing on them. Yeah. yeah. There's nothing at all. On them. No, but they're really thin, dude. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're malnutrition, even as soldiers are. Okay, so back when Clinton was in office, they didn't have face-to-face -face meetings when Clinton gave them all that nuclear technology? Clinton never met with the North Koreans. Never met with the North Koreans. No, no, just, no just president. A, just a phone deal? No, it wasn't a okay. phone deal. Actually, diplomats. It was all diplomats. And That's crazy. Deal. Yeah. No president has ever met with a North Korean leader, ever. Never, not once. Great. Yep. Old Vulcan proverb. Only Nixon could go to China. China. Yep. The new one's going to be only Trump could go to Korea. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Yep. But of course, again, internet losing their minds over this. Losing their minds over this. At first, the first day, CNN was overjoyed. They, they found ways well, to they legal it. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah. Wait a minute. We're, this, get, we're, getting, we're getting them props. We're, we're getting, getting them props. That. They can't do that. So that's when CNN went negative again. You know. So, and again, love Trump, hate Trump, whatever. The guy's, the guy's a masterpiece. He, he, he's, so he's at the, some, some kind of sporting banquet. It wasn't Little League, it wasn't UIFL or anything like that. It was something Gridiron Dinner. Uh, did you hear about this? No, I didn't hear about it. Oh this. my this god. So this was right on either it was right before he it must have been right before the announcement that he'd gotten Kimmy Kimmy to the talking tables. But um he made the he made the joke that um he wasn't gonna rule out talks with North Korea. And, um, how to say it? Not going to talk talks with North Korea. Um, no. Something about having to negotiate with a madman was kind of the punchline. And he said, and I'll deal with the North Korean leader as well. Or, or the North Korean leaders get to deal with me. Right. Basically, he was calling himself a madman, man, not, yeah, not Kim, right. Kimmy, Kimmy Jong un Junk, Jimmy Junkie. So, I can't remember. I, I <laughs> fucking botched that up. Anyways, so yeah, so he he's, he has it. He does. Trump has that kind of at times self-deprecating humor. Yes, but it's very. It's it's very Reagan-esque. Reagan was always a practical joker. Like the day he went on at the start of press conference, said. The missiles are being launched in five minutes. <laughs> and everyone freaked out initially about that. But, like Reagan, like Reagan, Trump is not afraid to be the crazy bastard in the room. 
Reagan was the same way. Reagan, one, one of one of the first things Reagan did, he, he's in the middle of an airline traffic controller strike. Can't fire him. What's he do? Fires him. Yep. Fires him. Fires him. Fires him. Boop. Okay. I can't. Uh, you're gone. Yep. You're gone. Yep. 2,000 jobs. Gone. gone. Goodbye. Gone. I'll put someone else in there to do that. Yep. We can federalize someone to go in and take care of that for you. Crazy, crazy mother. Reagan was a crazy mother, and everyone saw that. And it was part of his part of his thing. His charm. Part of his thing. Because he, he, he wanted his enemies to know that he was unpredictable. Yep. Not necessarily a loose cannon, per se, but to let his enemies know that you're not going to out-crazy me. Yeah, and uh, and the difference, and why it's so important that you're pointing this out, because, and, and look, I'm not Obama passion here, but let's face the fact, when he said there's a red line in the sand with Syria and chemical weapons, and they crossed the line numerous times and said, fuck you, he did nothing. The pussy did nothing. nothing. And... This is why parts of Ukraine was invaded. You know, this is why there was Russian influences for parts of the world. No one took this idiot serious. And this is why the Chinese are building, you know, military complexes in the fucking middle of the ocean all over the place. Because no one took Obama serious. No one he did. And they it was still, a pussy. And they still don't. They still don't. But, uh, yeah, so, yeah. Trump basically put it out there and now he's got this guy. They've been, they've been, they've been trading insults for the last two months. Each other. Yeah. Just sniping. Just trash talking each other. It's like watching a WWF match. <laughs> or WWE, not F, because it's the pandas with the with the chairs hitting each other. This is when the wrestlers are hitting the chairs with each other. Like watching a wrestling match. Just trash talking each other. Then all of a sudden, Ding. they're in a tag team match on the same side. So yeah, so Korea's at the North Korea's to the table, and they are talking about denuclearization. Good deal. Good deal. What's going on? Uh, Where's going on? Uh, let's see. <coughs> you mentioned something about the investigation of so-called Russian. Uh, I just saw it, and again, I have not, I did not have time, it was, I saw it just prior to coming here to do the show, uh, but apparently the Senate Committee on Alien Anal Probing <laughs> has ruled that Trump in no way can colluded with the Russians, and the Russians in no way influenced, colluded, or tampered with the elections for Trump. Obviously, because Trump won. Um, yeah. Well, there was was thirteen, you know, people put on a list by Mueller's investigation, mm-hmm. Russian citizens. You know, and Putin was interviewed two days ago, and he, he just the typical look. Putin is a freaking genius. Uh, he really got released. You have to watch on YouTube. Watch some of the Putin, what he does in his life. The guy is a genius. He really is that smart. I want to meet this man. It's so bad, it's unbelievable. But, you know, he, he just laughed when he was being asked these questions. I think it was ABC News. He's like, do you really think, he's like looking at us like we're idiots. Do you really think that 13 Russians influenced your election? Can, 
do you really think that? I mean, I mean, he was so like blown away yeah. that they could American people to be that stupid to believe that horse shit. He's like, are you serious? I mean, like, give me a break. You can't be that dumb. There's no way you can, people can be that dumb. <laughs> I mean, It'd be like us coming under investigation for the same thing. Yeah. He, and us saying, do you really think our 13 listeners <laughs> influenced the election? Yeah. Our 13 yeah, listeners? You know, and but that, and he wasn't trying to be disrespectful to the American people. He's like, you, you just, but he was just trying to be nice and diplomatic about it. But you can't, you literally can't be that dumb. There's just, there's just no way. You know, he goes, look at you gotta understand that you know there's certain forces within your country. I mean, look, he didn't say this. I'm saying this. He may have said it in the past, and I'm pretty sure he did at some point. But he said, "Look, you're a country that assassinates your own leaders." <laughs> in reference to JFK, and you know you're worried about what my country might have done with your election. Or, are, are you being serious right now? <laughs> like, come on, man. You know, get a grip. You know, he's like, he's purposely being made a demon or the devil of the world. He goes by the Western media. And he goes, I get that to the point where the military complex needs enemies in order to sell arms. Any idiot can understand that. But that's the point he was driving at. He's like, you have to understand there's a reasoning behind all this. There's a lot of money involved. You've got to have enemies. You know, I want to be, I want to get along with everybody. And, you know, in a separate interview, I was watching, he was talking to a Russian interviewer, and he's like, the reason Russia gets along with so many countries like China and India and Iran and the government of Iraq and all these other countries is because when I tell them, like, I have your back or this trade deal's good or, you know, whatever the agreement is, I keep my word. You know, I don't try to double-cross these countries. He goes, that is the most important thing you have, thing you have to do is not double-cross people. And he goes, and the reporter said to him, goes, well, how do you feel about a certain country poisoning, you know, like Ukraine or Georgia or whatever, you know, these other different countries? Right. Uh, and he goes, look, if you go that route and you poison people's minds, that poison's going to come back and you're going to end up eating it yourself. He goes, that's not the correct way to do things. Look, at the guy is legit. I don't know how you feel about the guy, but. I think Putin's awesome, personally. I do shots to Putin. I can do a shot right now. Do you want to do a shot for Putin? <laughs> you want to do a shot for I'll do a shot. All right. What do you want? What do you want, uh, sir? The bar is open. Ding, ding, ding. Hey, just a reminder, folks, we do have a bar here at Let's Talk It All. Something, really? something mild. Uh, you pick. Either butterscotch. Butter, you have a, uh, behind you. Behind you. Oh, yes. Butterscotch. We can do that. There's enough. Okay. So, so, yeah. The Putin thing, yeah. I... I think we've got two very interesting leaders in power, and I think they are. If there's a chance, very similar. If there's a chance for anything to get done in a positive direction and a forward direction, these are going to be the two leaders to do it. And that sounds crazy, but it hasn't happened yet. So I'm, I got to think it's going to happen now with these two. Leaders that are very much different than than any previous administrations that have been there. So here's the advancement. Muscle tough. Muscle tough. Putin. Woo! Putin. 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 Oh, that's my. Let's see. So there was no collusion. 
So thank God that, you know, 14 month investigation is over and we now know for sure. Someone's two comes up next. Um, oh, what else is going on? What was the most fun stuff I saw posted recently? Um, today, uh, to our listening listeners in uh, Texas, in the Austin area, uh, you have our uh, thoughts and, and prayers for you. Um, two bombs were exploded. Really? Packages. I didn't know that. Um, packages that showed up at residential houses. Two went off today, and one went off earlier in the month. Which Is the only, bomber out of jail? Or I something? don't know. We're only we're only ten days into the month, and one went off earlier in the month. Holy shit! Um, so, to our listeners in Austin, please, uh, if you didn't order anything from Amazon from anywhere, and a package shows up at your door. Please contact law enforcement to have that looked at before you start trying to handle it or open it. Um, some crazy, crazy shit going on right now. Uh, California, there was a gunman that took hostages in a veteran's retirement home. And taking their veterans, he took four of the workers that were a third party, third party uh, organization that does the care administrating. Hmm. And uh, by the time it was all over, uh, he was dead. The guy took the uh, place, and the three women he had hostages were killed as well. Ah, so um, I believe there were other. There was somewhere else today. Shots were fired someplace. Hostages, something was going on. So a lot of crazy stuff going on right now. And this is all in America. All in America. All you know, and here's the interesting thing, folks. Um, some, I, some kid brought a bomb into a school. I literally did a lot of research into trying to find stories in other countries where there's school shootings or uh, house of situations. Um, and, okay, the school shootings, I found nothing in any other country. Not a single thing. Bombings, yes, because of you know the terrorism yes. in Europe. Um, but you, you can't tell me that there isn't something wrong with American society, you, you can't blame other guns. I'm sorry, you just can't do that. There's something else going on in this country right now, morally corrupt. I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know what it is, but I'm just saying, you, you, if it's not happening anywhere else in the world other than your country, you, you should be pointing a big middle finger right at your society, that there's an issue somewhere, underlying issue that something's very, very wrong. I, I mean, do you see that? I mean, that's how I view it. Something's wrong, man. Something's not right. Something's not right. Something's not right. Um, especially all the stuff coming on the heels of the the Parkland, Florida thing. Um, I will say, I don't. They haven't. I haven't seen a lot of details yet about the veterans thing, uh, home incident. Uh, I'm assuming it wasn't an AR-15 since they've been screaming. Uh, about AR-15s beyond the uh, the uh, Florida incident, a uh, young kid had a homemade bomb he took into a school. Um, been very little chit chat about that. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of things going on. It just seems vaguely, I don't know, something. I don't want to say orchestrated, but I would say orchestrated. It just hit me. It just hit me with the cars, taking too many things on. I was going to take a week, week of vacation and work at the damn boy. Remember I told you about the work at the yeah. boy and the boys 
uh, scouts yeah. uh, camp for a week. And I was like, oh, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this. But I really think I need is a break. Um, a week of vacation, a break. Yeah. What do you think? You think I'm reading that wrong? No, I think that would probably be it. I think that's what it is. But I'm going to try and convince myself. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, if you're trying to convince yourself, that's... Yeah. 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 Sorry, Mr. Moore. Anyway, go ahead. So... <laughs> So the bombings, there's gunplay, there's uh, what's smart stuff. Um, if you were to look at the statistics, America is ninety. Is it third highest? America's the third highest country in the world for gun violence. If you, you take out if you eliminate <laughs> Jeff knows I'm talking yeah, about. Know. If you eliminate, I think it's five or six cities. Uh, Chicago, I know Chicago, we're talking about Chicago, 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 Chicago. Uh, DC, Baltimore area. Uh, I wanna say Denton. I don't know. I can look the whole list. Um, there were six major metropolitan areas. They have some of the most restrictive gun laws on the books. If you eliminate those those six cities, let's say there's six cities. Let's 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 err on the side. Let's say there's six cities. You eliminate those six cities. America drops from number three in gun violence to number. Like 197 out of 200. <laughs> We're like third from the bottom once you eliminate those cities. Um, think of, think about that. Think about that. It's not... It's, it's, not the, it's not the school shootings that put us up there. It's the unchecked, unbridled violence in the cities of unregistered handguns, unregistered rifles, unregistered anything. That are in the hands of criminals. Um, read an article where the Second Amendment was written for no other purpose than to keep the white man on top of the chain <laughs> of humanity. <laughs> that it was white men that wrote the law, and the white men, you know, the Second Amendment and the laws written for white men, and blah 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 blah, and uh, keeping the black man down and the women down, and <laughs> and that's what the Second Amendment was for. No other reason than that. Um, and they quoted some number that the vast majority of firearms are registered to white people. Well, I would have to agree with that right there. And, and do you know why? Or you know what I'm <laughs> going to say? Because the vast majority of unregistered handguns are in the hands of minorities. That's right. Okay, that's, that's one of the reasons for statistics. The other reason for the statistic is that... Of the U.S. population, well over 60% are white people. So if you take the majority of the population, uh, chances are they're going to have the majority of this, that, and the other thing. Uh, if you ask the majority, you know, if you take a poll, 
and who drinks beer, I'm sure majority of white people drink beer mm-hmm. more than some of the minorities out there. You know, uh, it's just because we have, because we are the minor majority, not the minority. Uh, we're getting the majority of the number. You know, if you drive ten times more than your wife, there's ten times greater chance that you're gonna get a speeding ticket before your wife does. That's right. Or pulled over for some reason. That's right. Seatbelt. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> so we're not going to go down that road. I'm just saying, oh, God you know, when you're doing the majority of something, there's a good chance you're going to be the majority of, you know, the number. But anyways. So apparently in California, apparently in California, uh, there is a large segment of Californians that want to succeed from California. Yes, I saw the new man. New California. New California. New California. Yep. And they're gonna, you know, let that little that little group up the west coast be their own state, California, and they want to be their own state, the fifty-first state, by the way, fifty-first, uh, be New California. So that would be interesting. That's not gonna. That's not gonna happen. Yeah. It's gonna be interesting. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, so you know, one of those things that just. Why are they living here? Why don't you just move to China? If that's what you want, move to China or something. Or, you know, a communist country. Just move over there. Move to Cuba, for Christ's sakes. <laughs> Take your... Hey, it's open for trail now. Yeah, go ahead. Go, go ahead. Go ahead. Move. Move. Go, go, go. go to Spain. Out. Spain's a socialist country. Go over to Spain or something. You know, they're bankrupt, too. Go to them. Italy's another social system. Bankrupt. Go over there. Go. You know, that's another thing. I don't think people are wise. The European Union's not going to last. So I'm going to tell you why. Germany is the head of the European Union. No, that's not good. What's that? No, that's not good. No, no, they are, though. They are. I know. They, they are. call it the shots. And uh, they're only ones with any money. You know, Italy's broke. Spain is broke. But Spain borrowed money from Italy. Italy borrowed money from Spain. France lent money to everybody. And so they're in Germany. You know, Greece already is broke. You know, bankrupt over and over and over again. But Italy will be actually the next country that fails. I'm predicting this now on this show. What's today's date? Today yes. is March 12th, 2018. I predict Italy will be the next country that goes bankrupt, and then Spain will follow after that, and that will be the end of the European Union. Uh, Britain is going to actually uh, have a great year, I think, and a great next year. Uh, economy-wise, it's not going to be differential to their uh, economy uh, pulling out of the EU at all. I think it actually be a benefit to them, but that's my personal belief. So, the lesson here is... If you don't want to be broke, get a hold of Renee at diversitybroadcasting.com and she will hook you up with some business, uh, business helpful things, advertising, things like that. And I'm going to let Renee talk to you about that right now. So here's Renee. Hi, my name is Vin Gleason. I'm the Director of Marketing for Biz Exposure. And my name is Renee and I'm the CEO of Diversity Broadcasting Network. We have partnered up with Biz Exposure to help lift your business off the ground. With over 31.8 million views to date, you can get your ad seen instantly. Our digital signage technology can drastically change and improve the way your company interacts and communicates with your customers. This allows you to deliver a personalized and instantly updatable message when and where is most effective for you, all the while reducing your costs and increasing your revenue. Join the ranks of many other growing businesses. Building a synergy between our advertisers, our hosts, and our team of representatives and resellers is our biggest priority. Contact me at vin at bizexposure.com or call me personally, 315-209-5044.
Partner with us. Our partnership with local business owners like you is the foundation of our business model. We extend opportunities and empower local businesses. Okay, for our listeners overseas in the European Union, hope you're listening and get your get your business on BizExpose as soon as possible. Thank you, Renee, for that. Um, had this thought last night and uh, woke me up, actually. Well, I had to pee, but it woke me up. And uh, what if... I know what it was. I know what it was. The UN, the United Nations. Thank you, thank you, Mr. Wilson, for this debacle. Wonderful idea. Debacle. The UN had a little committee get together, and it is the UN's opinion that we owe slave reparations. I saw that actually. You, the UN's opinion, freaking bite me. And an incarceration of people. There's a second part to that. Oh, I didn't see the yeah, incarceration. Yeah, incarceration. We have the highest percentage of the population of the planet incarcerated. People don't realize that, but we do. I believe it. Yeah. I believe we have more laws in the books to protect you from yourself than any other country. Well, that's, that's a fact. We actually have more laws in the free country on the planet. No joke, folks. We really do. Go ahead. So, I'm thinking to myself, why, why, what, what has the UN done? For me lately. Mm. So I looked it up. Mm. I looked up. Membership in the UN. What are the benefits of being in the UN? So first benefit that I found interesting was that if there's some kind of natural disaster or earthquakes, tsunami, this like that, the UN comes in and helps financially and with resources. Except in America. Well, I was thinking, I, I didn't I didn't see the UN convoy from New York City down to And that's where the UN Louisiana. headquarters the UN headquarters is in New York City. Um, right? Yeah, I believe they're rent free. Yeah. I think that's we're the we're the host nation. We're the host nation. Host nation. Um so they help out with disaster reliefs. And then they uh, they have their peacekeeping forces, which I never want to see on American soil, so they can just keep that one to themselves. Uh, economics, because they've been so helpful when we've had some economic hard times with getting our economics back online and keeping us out of recessions and, you know, businesses failing and things like that. So I appreciate the UN's help with that, but I'm thinking they didn't. I think they didn't. I think, so explain to me what our four billion, four billion dollars a year and again, I don't think that includes the free office space they rent, which they don't rent. There's just free office space in prime location in, in New York. What does that $4 billion get us? A lot of headaches. Um, and then, you know, I was reading a little bit more and, you know, some, some egghead, you know, theorized if we weren't part of the UN, if we dropped out, this would happen. Uh, apparently, the only reason that we have embassies is because of the UN. Is it? I don't know if that's right or not. No, that's wrong. That's wrong. So our embassies wouldn't have to shut down. Um, last time I knew, the UN didn't negotiate any of our trade deals with anyone. No. Nope. So we would still have our trade deals. Yeah, that's true. Um, and what I find interesting about the UN, and this is kind of funny, because you, you should have known, if you're, if, if, let me tell you, if we had Trump lawyers, when this, they would have caught this. Once you join the UN... There's no process in place to get out of the U.N. No, you're stuck there in life. 
There is no process in place to get out of the UN. Now you're stuck there. You're in. You're part of the team, but you just like it. Outside the mafia, no one else has this rule. <laughs> and, they just, and they just whack your ass if you want out. Well, the CIA has that rule, too. <coughs> well, close, close, close. close. Okay. You get, just as good as the mob, really. You get tagged red. Yeah. Retired extremely they dangerous. They all work together. Right? Yeah. So, I'm thinking, why? Let's just cut our ties. Cut our losses. Be done with it. Well, we pay for the vast majority. I begin with what you, I think, you already indicated. Um, I would have no problem with that. We pay know. as much as the other 185 members pay. Combined. Combined. So, cut our losses. Be done with it. And, and see what happens. What's, what's, what, is the, what is the worst thing that can happen? Exactly. Yeah. No one seems to know. Yeah. I, I, I mean, it's bad enough. They freaked out when Trump started talking about cutting what we're going to pay him. Yeah. Trump's like, we're, pay, we're overpaying you. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to trim that by 40%. Let's see how you like that. He said the same thing about tomato. He said, you know, either start paying with the percentage you're supposed to pay. Well, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. Was it 2% of your GDP or whatever it was? Is he even paying it or the U.S. is pulling out? You know, everyone's paying it now. Every NATO member's paying it now, except for maybe Turkey, because you know what? They're going Muslim. Turkey's gone far, far the other way. So Turkey's going to be out of NATO, so, I think. The U.S. Let's look at the other. So there's Russia. I think we could probably keep up our political ties with Russia. Yeah, China. Be, I don't think the U.N. really helps us out a lot with our political ties oh, with Russia. China, oh, Japan. China, Japan. Yep. The, the, or major trading partners. The EU is down yeah. the down the crapper, so I'm not really worried about the EU. Um, and if, the EU if, actually has different voices. They do still have separate voices: Germany, France. I get that. Yeah, but, yeah. but the Muslim, there's a lot of things going on. Yeah, yeah, you know, I understand. That. And with the current influx of Muslims into England, I'm not keen about keeping them out as partners either, because that's going to go to hell in a handbasket, real quick. So. Why do we bother? Send, send the UN. Send them. They can, they can hang out in Switzerland. That could be their new base of operation. Save us four billion a year. Works for me. I don't know. Am I off base on this? No, no, no. I'm off base. No. So you know, that's a possibility. Um, you know, everyone says, "Oh, that won't work." I think it might. I don't think. We won't know it won't work until we try it. Well, you know, and, and, you know, you have this thing called the UN peacekeeping forces, which Kansas. all, that's yeah, exactly, Kansas. they never fire back. They get their asses kicked over the front. We always have to go in and help out yeah. the coalition. Yeah, and I, I think it's just a waste of fucking money with that whole UN peacekeeping force bullshit. You know, that, that's, yeah, the rules engagements for them is ridiculous. You know, they, <laughs> it's nuts. It really is. You know, they, have to, they have their cock shut off first before they can fucking do anything. Well, I'll and tell you, it's, it's, and it's just, it's just getting worse. Italy is gone. Saw a video. Can't remember what Italy city was, but one whole half of this thoroughfare through a town was just wall to wall for thousands of yards on end of Muslims marching in the street, blocking the street, making it impassable, protesting whatever they want to protest. Italy. 
what they should have done is they got the Italian army out there with the little army they have and rounded all them up, put them on fucking boats, sent out the ocean and been sanctified. That's pretty harsh, but it's the Italian army. Yeah. They may not have gone. No, probably not. <laughs> just saying. But I just I don't get it sometimes. I don't I don't get it. I get it. I don't get it. Did you know in Canada it's illegal to touch or affect or kill a bald eagle's egg? Did you know that? You can't touch it, you can't fuck with it, you can't eat it, you can't do nothing. You gotta let it do its natural thing. I thought sure. that was the case here in the United States, too. I don't know if it's here in the United States. I know for Canada it's a fact. I know eagles. The eagle itself, you can't. Yeah. I don't know about the eggs. I don't know about the eggs. But the eggs in Canada are totally protected. But in Canada, the unborn children of human citizens are butchered at an alarming rate. And it's completely legal. Just figure I'd throw that out there today, folks. So in Canada, our Canada neighbors who gave us rush, thank you, by the way, um, do not support human life, but they support the bald eagle, which I guess is good if you're a tree-hugging hippie who supports the destruction of human life anyway. And Go ahead. In Canada, who who also gave us William Shatner, thank you very much for that. Oh, yes, that's it. I guess now on their police cars are required to have Instructions in Arabic. Well, there's a reason for that. I know something about this. Oh, actually. do you? Okay. Yes. Um, believe it or not, it's easier to get into America if you're a Muslim than it is if you are going into Canada. So what the Muslims do, they come into America first, and there's a little town, okay, up on your state border. Making, I can't make this up, folks. It's a true fact. And they actually, there's a spot. There's two... You know, there are Canadian forces, mountain police, whatever the fuck you want to call them, sitting there on the Canadian side. There's a little hole in the fence, and the Muslims cross over. The officers stop them. I've watched it on video. You can see it on YouTube. They say, look, by doing this, you're committing a crime, da 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 And they do it anyway. And the reason by, being is if they go through normal channels, because the police officers say, you need to go to the Canadian, you know, uh, consulate, which is located here, 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 right down the road, 10 miles, whatever it is, and you need to do the proper form. They'll get rejected, but if they if they enter into Canada illegally under Canadian law, they're automatically made citizens after they're arrested. So they're arrested, they're tried for crime, then made uh, Canadian citizens, and they're allowed to stay in Canada. I am not making this up. That's why <laughs> Canada sounds like what we do here. So we don't make them citizens, we just let them keep staying. Yeah, we keep them staying, but we don't make them citizens. In Canada, you you actually get all the benefits and the health care and everything else. Uh, and that's the reason Again, why. Again, it sounds like here, but we just don't yeah. have citizens. So, Canada's in the sugar tube in a lot of ways. So, But they've actually gotten their patrol cars. Yeah. The little Arabic squiggly. Yeah. I don't know if it's 911. But that's the reason why, is, because they have such an influx coming from America of the illegal well, citizens. Well, then we need to start working on a second <laughs> wall then, goddammit. <laughs> no, the Canadians should build that one. <laughs> well, no, because I want them to come back in. <laughs> they don't want them in. They want to build a wall and keep them out. Yeah, I actually watch YouTube videos on this. This is nuts. It's actually crazy how easy it is. Even for us, if you wanted to, which I actually thought about, but, you know. So I actually took some heat from my friends this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, boy, here we go. So apparently, apparently one company is not phased by the whole Parkland, Florida thing or the AR-15 controversy. 
they actually doubled down on their bet. What company is this? Um, oh, my God. These are the kind of facts you should I, have. I know. <laughs> because I'm going off the middle of the thought. I can't, I don't, and I don't want to say the wrong name. I'll have to look it up. I'll post it. You'll post post it. But basically, they've built, they've built an AR-15, but instead of one barrel, it's got two. Awesome. It's got two, two receivers, side by side, two barrels, that fire either independently or simultaneously if you want them to. That's awesome. In the 5.6. 5.56 NATO round, which is the 223, which is what the AR-15 shoots. Yeah. This thing, they doubled, literally doubled down on the constitutional right to own an AR-15, and they built one that's just this shy side of the beginning of a Gatling gun. <laughs> I don't know when this thing's going to come out in production, but I know it's on my wish list. Oh wow! And uh, oh yeah, I caught I caught Flash and Coffee were like. Amble, are you joining the army? And I'm like, yeah, army of one, baby. You know, and they don't get it. I that would just be a riot to I, shoot. I have to find that post. That would be Facebook a riot to, to shoot. Yeah. And you know, oh, that's I can't see that be very accurate. How can it not be accurate? You can double tap your target with one shot. <laughs> How is that not efficient? Yeah. Headshot might be a little tough, but two to the chest should not be a problem. No, and, and, and double tapping the target is hard. I've done it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, but bad joke. <laughs> yeah, bad joke. Yeah, ha, ha, ha. your ex. Anyways. Oh! <laughs> double tapped everything. Oh! I don't have any fun. <laughs> that's not that. What the hell was that? I don't know. I don't know either. Oh, that's not it. There you go. There that's we go. Rip shot. Oh, rip shot. Rip shot. You have no idea. <laughs> Turn the head. <laughs> All right. Hey. So, um, so yeah. Uh, news full of stuff this week. That was just some of it. Um, we got a. It's a minute and uh, we do. And we got we got we got songs put in it. So. Um, uh, Jeff's got something to say about expanding the mind of the galaxy or something. Yeah, I'm going to say that. Should I do it now? Sure. Okay. We're good. Uh, remember, folks, let your mind be the starship that propels mankind <laughs> into the future. The USS Asshat. <laughs> <laughs>